Welcome to the Inside Muskegon Podcast with your host, Jason Pisecki. And now, here's Inside Muskegon. Welcome to Inside Muskegon. This is episode number 68. I'm Jason Pisecki. The Inside Muskegon Podcast is a weekly show featuring interviews with community leaders and comments from everyday people from Muskegon, Michigan. The goal of the podcast is to engage Muskegonites in a dialogue about the issues that affect our everyday lives. This week's show features an interview with Steve Warmington, a commentary on the interview, and information on contacting Inside Muskegon. Our interview this week is with Steve Warmington, the mayor of the city of Muskegon. I'm here with Steve Warmington, the mayor of the city of Muskegon. Thank you for taking the time out with Inside Muskegon today. Thank you, Jason. I appreciate the invitation. Why don't we start out talking about your background? Well, I am a small business owner. I've been a small business owner in the city of Muskegon for the last uh, 17 years, going on 18 years. I own a small neighborhood tavern restaurant down in the lakeside area. I also have been involved in the uh, state organization for liquor license holders called the Michigan Licensed Beverage Association. Uh, the previous two years, I was president of that organization and sort of went through the chairs and had about 10 or 11 years where I was involved in there. Also, I'm a past president and now uh, a uh, board member for the uh, National Hospitality Institute, which is an educational uh, nonprofit division of the Michigan Licensed Beverage Association that deals with the uh, the training and techniques and, and the proper serving of alcoholic beverages so that we don't get into situations where we're over-serving people. We also have training for new uh, new business owners that are coming into the business so they get a little bit of a, a background as to what to expect with uh, liquor laws, health laws, and those type of things. And we also have a training uh, course that we use with uh, local police departments so that uh, they have a better avenue as to understanding the types of uh, of issues that our business face, and we also get an opportunity to interact with them. Why did you decide to run for mayor of Muskegon? Well, six years ago, I uh, I was not happy with the way that I thought the elected officials were uh, acting down in, in City Hall. And uh, I was approached by a, f- a few people and asked if I had any interest and I guess, silly enough, I said yes, and so I decided to run. But one of the major reasons over and above that, Jason, was is I thought that the uh, the city commission needed to have someone with a business background that on, the, on the commission. And, and not that uh, my background makes me a strong business person. There's plenty of folks out in this community that have a stronger background in business than I do. But I thought it was important for the other elected officials, many who come from the public sector, and uh, the administration of the city to get an idea as to what it's like to make an investment into a business. And, and the, as you know, as a business owner, uh, the the types of costs that you have when it comes to employees and, and when it comes to zoning and different regulations, I thought it was just good to have a business perspective that, uh, that could come through on both the elected officials and towards the administration. What does your position as mayor entail? What are your responsibilities? 
Well, I, I believe as as the mayor of the city that uh, first of all is uh, is that I'm one of the spokespeople for the city. I'm one of seven elected officials, um, and I, my vote isn't any more important than the other seven. We all have one vote. But as the mayor, I, I believe I'm the one that's supposed to speak out on most of the uh, of the issues uh, at the forefront. And certainly, the other elected officials are welcome to speak also. Uh, I. Uh, make most of the public appearances for the ribbon cuttings and, and those type of uh, business uh, developments that go on in the community. And uh, naturally, I chair the meetings. And uh, so that uh, that makes me a little different than the other seven because I can't make a motion or second. I can second a motion, but I can't make a motion. So uh, run the meetings. And then I also, uh, the mayor gets to appoint the uh, other six commissioners to the various uh, committees that we have give us your state of the muskegon address well i i I think if i'm what i'd like to do is i'd like to talk about the successes of 2006 and uh you know we had a lot of highlights certainly a lot of announcements of developments in in the downtown areas um certainly uh we were completed the uh, water filtration plant mandated uh, improvements uh out there on, on lake michigan which uh uh, we'll take our uh, water filtration system into this new century. The uh, Boilerworks art, uh, Artworks Apartments condos, or I guess they're not condos, apartments, on the uh, western end of Western Avenue were completed. The uh, the completion of Western Avenue uh, for our new through the new downtown mall from 3rd Street to Terrace uh, was completed. And, and of course, this year we look forward to doing uh, uh, Jefferson and 1st and 2nd Street. And certainly the announcements uh, on both Edison Landing with the Palmer O'Toole building being completed, um, Vita Nova uh, coming in there with their, uh, their uh, condos, and then also Viridian Place with their office and retail. And then if we step up to the next piece of property, which is the city's Terrace Street lots, where we have the new Central Fire Department, uh, department along with uh, a central dispatch that will be located in that building and that that should be up and and operating probably certainly by the first of july the hot rod harley davidson folks have broken ground on uh, now on their uh, their new building i believe it's going to be around 30 to thirty-five thousand square foot uh, show place uh, that'll be overlooking shoreline drive in muskegon lake and a little bit later this spring, of course, we'll have the groundbreaking for the uh, new announced Hyundai car dealership, which will be down in that area. Also, as part of their plan unit development, they do have a four to 5,000 square foot building, uh, which uh, tentatively is planned to for, uh, house uh, four um, food retail type of establishments that are there. And then if we step over to the former uh, mall p- property, um, certainly Gary Post and Russ Strong with uh, their announcement, and now they are the first folks to have closed on their property of the former uh, Century Club, Daniel's Office Building, and Muskegon Savings Bank, and the announcement of Hague's Furniture coming into the Century Club. So that's very exciting. Chamber of Commerce going to build their new building, so we're looking forward this year to the groundbreaking of that and the, uh, and the uh, assemblance of some other businesses within that building. Uh, certainly... Um, uh, the Sidoc Group has announced also that they're going to build an office building with uh, some retail opportunities in there also. Then the the county government has stepped up along with the Downtown Muskegon Development Corporation, which is donating the footprint of the property, and hopefully we're going to have a parking ramp and a new bus terminal on that uh, piece of property. 
then Gary Post has announced also that he's going to do some uh, um, workable, livable condos over on Clay Street. Uh, I'm not sure when the groundbreaking, whether that's this year, but I know that he is, uh, he's uh, tentatively agreed to purchase those lots. And, of course, Baker College, what a wonderful uh, announcement it was when they said that they were going to bring their culinary school to downtown, which will also include a, a restaurant and certainly be bringing a lot of activity with folks coming into the downtown area. And so we, we've had an exciting year uh, with the announcements that have happened in 2006. And, of course, 2007, we look forward to other announcements that are in the works, but certainly we'll be able to watch the groundbreaking and the buildings begin to begin to rise. That all said, uh, we, we certainly face uh, the same situations that a lot of local governments across the state of Michigan do, and that is that uh, we're operating, uh, uh, trying to operate a city on less revenue, and uh, I, I, we have a very good, strong administration uh, that uh, keeps uh, the budget in line. Uh, we've uh, been fortunate the last few years that we haven't had to uh, make too many cuts on uh, on services or, or, or people. But it's it's the same old uh, story. You have your expenses and uh, and not having the revenue. So we'll have to keep a close watch on that. Hopefully the governor has announced that she doesn't have any intentions for the fiscal year of 2007 of cutting the revenue sharing. Uh, but her uh, the state's fiscal year starts October 1st of, uh, of the next year, which would be the last quarter of our fiscal year. So if there are any cuts for 2008, we might be facing making some decisions at that point in time. City Commission is going to continue their uh, their fight on the blight fight uh, throughout the city to uh, uh, hopefully get folks to re- reinvest in their uh, uh, personal properties. And we certainly are uh, continuing to look at the farmer's market relocation. Well, that is a tremendous amount of development uh, for a community the size of Muskegon or any community. And I don't think the average resident of the city or the Muskegon area in general quite appreciates how much that is. I mean, that was a, a huge list of developments and, and millions of dollars being pumped into our downtown area and our community. Um, how do you think that we can go about making residents feel good about Muskegon? Well, I, I you know, it, with the economy the way it is um, and, and people, folks looking for work, uh, sometimes it's tough, but I, I think, you know, uh, it, it, when you wake up uh, and, and you take a look at where you live, we're on Lake Michigan. Uh, we've, we've got a wonderful school systems uh, throughout the county. We, we've got Baker College. We've got Muskegon Community College. Uh, we, you know, as difficult as it was to see what transpired in our downtown, we're one of the communities that are very fortunate to get an opportunity to really rebuild their downtown. And while it's been five years that the struggle is going, has been going on, we're finally beginning to see the fruits of the work that has been done by many folks throughout this community. So I, I just think uh, you, you live here. It's a beautiful area to live. You will begin this year to begin to see um, the activities in the downtown with the uh, redevelopment and the buildings going up. It, it, you sometimes lose your faith when you see the ground not being turned. But uh, this year the ground will be turned, and we'll have some other announcements that I'm sure that will be coming out. So uh, while, while we'll always have some negatives, uh, the positives certainly are outweighing the negatives at this point in time. Well, 2006 certainly sounds like it was a fun year for you as mayor with all these 
great announcements and i i wanted to hit on it's it's a popular topic of this podcast is development in downtown muskegon why is it important to have a thriving downtown well i i think one of the main reasons is it was your previous question is is what's going to make the people feel good uh you know if if you drive through your your local uh downtown and certainly uh, uh the city of muskegon's downtown has really been the downtown for all of muskegon county and even even perhaps even part of oceana county which doesn't have uh, any large communities but uh it it's important number one just so that you feel good about where your community is uh, number two it's it's important uh f- for folks to uh make the investment in downtown so it it really begins to get that transgression transgression going and i think when you found the uh the downtown muskegon development corporation which of course is made up of the policy johnson foundation and the uh, community foundation for muskegon county along with the chamber of commerce there you had some leadership in the community that were stepping up to the table to say you know w- we want to have uh, our footprint uh, of of downtown muskegon and be a part of that foot the, the new footprint and what excites me the most jason is the, the fact that we're getting a lot of outside investors that are coming in and seeing the potential of this community when you live in a community Sometimes you don't see the potential because you see it every single day. It's sort of like watching your your child grow. Uh, you see them every day. You don't notice that those little spurts of growth that uh, perhaps a grandparent does. It doesn't get to see them, but every uh, two or three weeks. And that's what's happened is we're seeing a lot of outside folks that have come in and they realize the jewel that we know, the reason why we live here, but the jewel that's here. And in particular, I think the pricing is still correct. Uh, for for uh, this market, when you consider that we're on Lake Michigan, we're on Muskegon Lake, we have so much public beach access. We've got Muskegon River, uh, and and if you go to the north, we've got uh, uh, White Lake and the White River, and, and certainly continues uh, the beach area. So it's just such a wonderful county to live in, and to be able to see the. Uh, Folks that are that uh, are coming in the community, investing, and and certainly uh, uh, Carl Miscotten and uh, Dr. Mark Campbell from the Hot Rod Harley are, are are two folks that have certainly grasped a hold of what this community and the potential of this community is. What is the greatest challenge you see facing the city of Muskegon? Well, you know, I think probably the greatest challenge, uh, if you were to ask the, the citizen, would be jobs. And uh, that certainly is a challenge. I don't know really what responsibility and what government can do uh, for jobs. Uh, We certainly, as a government, meet with all of our local companies uh, in in the city of Muskegon. And certainly through Muskegon Area First, uh, we uh, also are involved with those folks, and they meet throughout the county. So, you know, we've sort of been in the last few years into this, uh, let's, let's do what we can do just to maintain the workforce the way it is. Uh, the challenges uh, for the state of Michigan uh, reflect on the city of Muskegon also. Uh, and that is, is not only are we competing for, uh, to get jobs here f- th- uh, with other cities in the state of Michigan or throughout the United States, but also uh, throughout the world now. So that that's really the number one challenge. Uh, we look to the leadership of Muskegon Area First along with our administration to do that. But you've got to have folks that are willing to make investments. And, and uh, certainly the last three or four years, the way the economy has been, 
um, some companies that might have been looking to expand or to grow or uh, or to look to come in the area, they probably put their plans on hold. But um, you know, I feel very confident with the uh, the folks at Muskegon Area First, and certainly our staff, that uh, uh, the opportunities are going to come. But it's sort of like watching the redevelopment of downtown. It's just going to take a little bit longer than all of us want to ha- see it happen. Well, we talked a lot about all the great economic development happening in the city and kind of wanted to ask you in, in your position as mayor some uh, dream businesses you'd love to see come to Muskegon. Is there anyone that you have pegged that you feel like would be just fantastic for our community? Well, I certainly would like to see us get into the new energy and uh, I was very involved with the uh, uh, with Grand Valley uh, and the uh, Michigan Alternative Re- Alternative Renewable Energy Center uh, coming to uh, uh, Muskegon in the smart zone. So certainly that's where I'd like to see the big spinoff come. It, it, it certainly it is for the future. Uh, and um, I, I think that we need to look beyond. We're looking at fuel cells, but I think uh, with the leadership that's uh, in the um, over at the Americ Center that we certainly can be looking at wind turbines. I mean, we've got a lot of opportunities here and with the wastewater system. So uh, right now that's, I mean, you could talk about having all sorts of manufacturing companies and there isn't probably one firm that we wouldn't look at to come in here. But I, for me, it would be the new alternative renewable energy center, whether it's uh, uh, with, the, the, with the batteries that we've talked about or whether it's wind turbines or working with the automobiles, uh, um, I don't. I, I'm not a firm believer that uh, Ypsilanti should have one and Muskegon should have the other, and Grand Rapids should be medical. Uh, uh, but that's the way it seems to be working. But I think we have the team here that can certainly bring about uh, new energy sort resources for this community. Which, as I said five years ago when we made the announcement, was there. We'll, we'll put Muskegon on the map internationally. Well, given that, I think that leads nicely into my last question here, which is. You have one minute alone with a business owner considering locating in the city of Muskegon. Make your pitch to get them to Muskegon. Well, I think my pitch would be, uh, would you please get into my vehicle and let's go for a ride. And, and I think I would show them the beautiful natural resources of, of Lake Michigan, uh, of the outlying areas with our woods, uh, certainly our uh, our, our fine uh cultural resources of the Muskegon Art Museum, the County uh, Museum, and uh, the architecture that we have in our community. And and I think through that, uh, as you're driving through, you'll see all of the the companies that are here now. You'll see some remnants of companies that aren't here now. But I think through that, it would show the the strong workforce that the, the history of this community has. And certainly, we have Grand Valley State University, Muskegon Community College, and Baker College here. So I think there's a whole lot of assets. But I think probably... Uh, what I'd like to have uh, is rather than one minute of their time is I'd like to have about 20 minutes of their time in a car. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Steve. I really enjoyed it. Okay. Thanks, Jason. During Steve Warmington's time as the mayor of the city of Muskegon, the downtown in particular has experienced a surge in development. The pace of that development may appear slow on the surface. However, since 2000, there has been over $200 million invested or proposed in downtown Muskegon alone. I would encourage anyone who has not visited the city of Muskegon in recent years to check it out. I think you will be truly impressed with everything that is happening. Not since the lumber industry at the turn of the 20th century has the city seen such widespread development. 
However, the city of Muskegon is still facing many challenges. From employment issues to attracting businesses to the city, Mayor Warmington, the City Council, and organizations like the DMDC, Chamber of Commerce, and Muskegon Main Street, along with business owners and the citizens of Muskegon, must continue to work together to ensure the rebirth of Muskegon. The City of Muskegon is a vital piece to the overall prosperity of Muskegon County. Mayor Warmington's combination of business insight and political experience has served the city well during his tenure. 2007 promises to be an even more exciting year with many of the developments beginning construction on the former mall property. So for more information on the city of Muskegon, visit shorelinecity.com. I'm going to move on now to some listener feedback and for the latest feedback on Inside Muskegon, visit our website at insidemuskegon.com. You can post your own comments to the site, view the comments of others, and even comment on their comments. And I think this would be a great time to do some listener feedback in an upcoming show. Mayor Warmington's appearance on the podcast was long overdue, and I want to thank him for being gracious enough to appear on Inside Muskegon. I would welcome your comments for the mayor and anything that he said in the podcast, and I would love to share that feedback in an upcoming episode. That brings us to the conclusion of episode number 68 of Inside Muskegon. For more information, visit our website at InsideMuskegon.com. Inside Muskegon is produced by Jeremy Sear. For Inside Muskegon, I'm Jason Pisecki. Feedback is welcome at Jason at InsideMuskegon.com. This has been the Inside Muskegon Podcast. Comments are welcome through our website or by emailing jason at insidemuskegon.com.